All right, well, we're looking forward to our time together. I want to begin by asking you a question, and the question is, what's on your playlist? Uh, and uh, the question really has to do with, um, like, if you're getting ready to take a great road trip, or, you know, you're just getting some buddies, and you're taking a cruise for the afternoon, or you're, you're headed south for the winter, or whatever it is, what's on your playlist? Now, no judgment here, but here, I mean, I think these are the top tunes of all time for your playlist. Now, uh, on the road again, I mean, Willie Nelson, right? Um, take it easy, right? The Eagles. Um, American Pie, drove my Chevy to the levee, even though I don't have a Chevy, I have a Toyota. Uh, but, and who knew, how many of you knew that that's written by Don McLean? Never heard of the guy. I just know the song, right? And how many of us knew that it was an eight minute and 36 second long song? I guess my daughter told me that at one point it was one of the longest songs that, that existed at, in its time. And then, of course, even if you take a road trip, you got to get back home, right? Just take me home, country roads. All right, I don't know what's on your playlist, um, but it's, it's good to have like a, a, a list of tunes to just kind of take up the time. Um, kind of refocus you, bring some relaxation. And over 3,000 years ago, although, you know, the nation of Israel and the people of God during that time, they didn't have a Spotify playlist, they didn't have Apple iTunes, um, they did have a playlist of sorts. And on that playlist would have been Psalm 121. In fact, if you turn in your Bibles to Psalm 121, you'll probably see a subtitle under the psalm that says, A Song for Pilgrims Ascending to Jerusalem. So it's a psalm that was a part of a broader category of psalms known as the Psalms of Ascents. And to ascend to Jerusalem because they, they viewed it as kind of coming to the mountain of God and coming to the pinnacle of the earth uh, where, the, where the tabernacle was. And the people of God would, would pilgrimage on an annual basis, basis if not more, uh, to Jerusalem. And as they traveled, and of course most of this was by foot or with camels or donkeys, or, and, and as they traveled, they would sing. And they would sing songs like what is written in Psalm 121. They were songs that were uh, meant to be shared as, as like a, a group of believers traveling together. It would have been on their playlist. They, they're, they're psalms that are meant to remind us of God's faithfulness, of God's character, and our need for Him, and where our hope is is ultimately at. And it, although we don't have time to look at all of Psalm 121, I do want to read it for you. And then like, I'd like us to just take a couple minutes to think about the very first two verses of this important psalm, because it, it should be on my and your playlist for life. Here's what Psalm 121 says. It says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He goes on, he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither sleep nor slumber. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is the shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. 
The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Amen. So the, the psalmist includes this so that the people of God in that day could sing it, could rehearse it, could remind themselves as they were traveling to Jerusalem. And he begins by saying, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? It could be that the psalmist was kind of at a crossroads, so to speak. It could be that the psalmist was weary or tired. It could be that the psalmist uh, was in danger on this on this pilgrimage back to Jerusalem, and he's saying, where does my help come from? And that's a very important question. It's a good question for you and I to ask ourselves as well. Where does our help come from? I mean, think about some of the situations in your life and in my life. Maybe you're struggling with doubt or, or fear or pain. Where does your help come from? Or maybe you've gone through a recent death of a loved one or a job loss or you're in the midst of some relational strife and we might be asking ourselves the question, where does my help come from? Where am I going to turn? What's going to help in this season of my life, in this situation of my life? Or maybe it's, it's after losing another battle to an addiction or, or a bad habit and we're we're asking the question, where do I turn now? Where does my help come from? And the psalmist, he says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. And we might at first glance read that and say, oh, he's, you know, like the mountain of God. He's, he's looking up to God. And yet that's not what this reference is towards at all. In fact, the, the psalmist is kind of wrestling with which way he's going to turn, perhaps, and he's enunciating where many people have turned for hope in that time. In fact, the mountains represented uh, for many like the quick fix. It was in the mountains that, that, that the false idols and the gods of creation, they believe, dwelt and so the psalmist is saying, is that where we're going to turn? Are we going to turn to false gods, false idols, temporary fixes to get us through? And sometimes that's easy to do, isn't it? I always say, um, it's just always easy to go back to whatever it is we used to go to, right? Whatever the, that is. It doesn't have to be an alcohol, or it doesn't have to be a drug, it might be a relationship, it might be just workaholism, it might be um, family relationships and just looking for all of our security in that, but then what happens when that starts to splinter? I love the way that uh, Seth Haynes puts it in his book called Coming Clean. <laughs> he says, we all chase, we all reach for something to cure this kindred pain, this native groaning he says, I nurse an appetite for liquor. I suppose I could have turned uh, to things eternal. Didn't Jesus promise us rest? But we seem to have made a way of losing ourselves in our man-made salves. The bottle, the pill, the cheeseburger, self-inflicted starvation, you name it. What is it, where is it that we are turning for help in our lives? And it is so easy to turn 
to the temporary end. The psalmist says, where do... Where, do I, where does my help come from? He says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. And he, he's, he's questioning, is that where I should turn? Is that what I should go to? But I love his declaration at the end of Psalm 121, verse 2. He says, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker <laughs> Of heaven and earth. The psalmist, he's on this pilgrimage, on this journey, and you know what the fact of the matter is? All of us in this room, we are on a journey. We're in a pilgrimage. Some of us know for certain where we're headed. That's been locked in because of our faith in Jesus. Some of us, we're, we're wandering around, and even though we know which way we should be going, <laughs> we've gotten lost in the journey or sidetracked somewhere. Some of us might even be here and you're like, I, I don't even know which direction to start going. And I don't have the guidance that I feel like I need. All of us are on a journey. The question is, on that journey, when we come up against trials and difficulties and questions and doubts or fears, the question is, where are we going to turn? And the psalmist says, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. In other words, the psalmist was saying, my help doesn't come from the mountains. It comes from the maker, the maker of the mountains. In other words, the, the psalmist is saying, my help, it doesn't come from the created things, the temporal my help comes from the creator himself of the created things. The king of all kings, the Lord of all lords. That's where my help comes from. So I want to challenge us today to ask the question, where are we looking for help? Who are we turning to? And, you know, hopefully there's people around you that you know you can turn to, that you have friends on the journey with you, but sometimes we, we turn to even the best of friends or the closest of friends and they may look at us and we may share our issue or our problem or our question or our doubt. And let's just be honest, sometimes even as the friend, we don't always have the answers unless our help is also in the maker. So where does our help come from? Where are we going to get our strength? Who are we going to turn to? I hope today that together we'll be able to say, my help comes from the Lord. And in a few moments, after we sing a couple songs, there's some individuals that are going to be baptized. And really, in essence, what they've said is, I, I probably looked for hope in some different places, and it didn't answer. Or it answered, but it was temporal. And I came to a place where I shifted my gaze from the mountains to the maker of the mountains, and that's where I found real hope. That's where I found the greatest of helps. And it wasn't just a, a help for this temporary life. It's a help that is for all of eternity. See, Jesus, he was on a pilgrimage, except he wasn't just headed to heaven. He was in heaven already, 
And he decided to take a road trip to this place called Earth. And he left a perfect place in the very presence of his father. And he came to this world, this dark, messy, pain-filled world where there is doubt and fear and loss. And Jesus then went and he gave his life away on a cross and then was buried in the grave and then rose from the grave in order to pave the way for us on our pilgrimage. So that ultimately, no matter how rocky it gets, no matter how hilly it gets, we will securely make it to his destination. And those being baptized are saying, I looked up, I looked around, I looked for help, and I finally found it. I found it in the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Let's stand and let's worship that maker this morning as we prepare for our baptisms.